0: Hello and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide Podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of the Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you today? You guys, I am really, really excited to do today's episode with a new friend of mine, Mackenzie Bakewell. Hello, Mackenzie. How are you? Hello. It's
1: wonderful to be here.
0: Yes. I am really excited for you to be here today because you guys, we are going to talk about a new way that each and every one of you get to embrace mindfulness, gratitude, and relaxation. Yes, the same one single way you get to do all three of these things. So before we dive in and what Mackenzie's role and how she is an expert in that uh, is going to reveal itself momentarily, but I want to share a little bit about her with you all today. So Mackenzie is a multimedia artist and author based in the Pacific Northwest. Her artwork is inspired by a lifetime of exploring nature and new places with the camera and sketchbook in hand capturing the animals met and adventures had her passion for book publishing has led to the creation of her own coloring book product line wink wink everybody which features her book journey of colors as well as color your own postcards journals posters and more Mackenzie is also the author of coloring is good for you 13 reasons to color daily where she shares her simple mindful coloring method and creative ways to use coloring to enhance the quality of your day so Mackenzie we connected through a group that we are both a part of and somehow wound up in the same breakout group. You know, the universe conspires, everybody. And so we wound up in the same group. And the reason I immediately knew I needed Mackenzie to be on my podcast is because one of the things that I actually started doing as I was going through my divorce and even Launching my entrepreneurship and becoming a business owner myself was adult coloring books. And it was something that dawned on me that probably not a lot of people either admit to doing or they're like, oh my God, I used to love, love coloring as a kid. And why, you know, oh, people are going to laugh at me if I still do that. And, and I want Mackenzie to come on here today to talk to you guys exactly about what I said earlier, which is how coloring is an incredible way that allows you to tap into gratitude and breathing. And I talk so much about mindfulness. So Mackenzie, clearly you're an artist and clearly there was, aside from your love of doing and creating art, you mm-hmm. figured out that there was something more to, to this than you know just meets the eye of us sitting down with our kids and coloring. So share a little bit with our audience today about your journey into creating what it is that you have created and the thinking behind your mindful coloring method.
1: Yeah. Thank you. You know, it all started just as a way to allow my own creativity, a place to play. Um, and I just started dabbling with it. I wanted to get to know color better as an artist I use color in so many things, but I wanted a deeper, more intuitive connection with colors and understanding the color theory and the color wheel. And so that was kind of what sparked me to start adult coloring when it kind of became a thing that people were like, oh, wait, adults can color. (laughs) It wasn't too long after that, that I started making my own illustrations because I had a lot of friends who started sharing that they were coloring to reduce their stress and manage their anxiety. Um, And when I started sharing my illustrations with them, the comments came back as, wow, yours are so relaxing. There's so much more space. So a lot of the adult coloring that was really popular and is delightful. I love all the artists that create coloring art, but it was very fine details, a lot of it. So I wanted to bring in my inky illustration style, where I try to say as much as possible with as few lines as possible and very much connected with nature and animal themes and start bringing it into making coloring for my friends and family. So I started doing that and it grew from there as I discovered there was so many more layers to benefits. And I started mixing my own personal studies for health and happiness and hacking our habits and mixing that with my profession as an artist. And that's where my mindful coloring, you know, method or process sort of came from.
0: It's amazing, you guys, and she's going to talk a little bit more about that with you because she has a three-step process, so we're going to dive into that, and you know, what I love that you just pointed out because I was even thinking about the adult coloring books that I have are very like there's small little boxes to color mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming, right? In terms of like, oh my God, there's all these different places I have to color versus, you know, the the coloring, the images that you have for people to color. You know, for example, they're like the elephant, you guys, if you're yeah. watching on YouTube, but you know, if you're tuning there's, in, you can't see. But right. So it's, it gives you the creativity to color and to create designs within nature that are not forced upon you, but are actually meant to inspire you to create something and the reason I love that is because it is essentially very similar to how I describe starting over, right? We we start over after divorce with a completely blank slate, right? And we have no idea what to do with ourselves or with where it is that we're supposed to go because- again as kids we're so accustomed to being told how to draw this what colors right color by numbers and you know you put this color here and there and it looks this way and that way and so what I love about the art that you create is that it's very synonymous with the blank canvas that us going through divorce really look at and sometimes it can be very overwhelming and in other times you know if you apply, for example, your method, it breaks it down just like my five-step method, everybody, hello, Um, you know, that there is a way to actually, instead of for it to create panic, it actually creates relaxation. So let's dive in and talk about that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the, the blank slate can come, cause overwhelm. And so part of the beauty of coloring and why I love it for myself is that it takes away all the barriers of the blank page. And so for the habit of relaxation and the mindful coloring and bringing that into your daily life, what I've done is kind of stacked habits all into one. So I start step one, just to go into it is mm-hmm. um, essentially sit down and settle in. And that involves, you know, coming to wherever you're going to sit in color, wherever that may be. I rub my hands together because this really brings attention to your hands, kind of warms you up a little bit and helps start drawing you into the present moment. And as I do that, I take several, perhaps three to five big full belly breaths, like those ones that expand your whole belly out and really inhale, let out. And as I do, I just say, thank you to myself. Tapping into that gratitude for myself taking that time even if it's five minutes to just be still and be creative and as you're doing that the key is allowing to come into the present and then without any thought grab the first color you you're drawn to and you know the idea here is removing the thought the overwhelm ah you know what which color doesn't it doesn't really matter just draw the one you're drawn to and start putting color on the page. And there's many challenges. I've I've been working on publishing more activities and everything, but the first one to start with is pick your color and then go through the whole Roy G. Biv flow of, you know, if you grab orange, then go to yellow, green, blue, violet, red, and then you're back to orange. And the thought here is you're really tapping into just all the different colors, you're kind of filling yourself up and not having to make any choices. You're just following like a yoga routine. And then at the very end, the third step is to just take another moment. So when you're finished, I like to consider it celebrating myself and tidy up my space and just, you know, look at your art for a moment and appreciate the time you just spent for yourself a few more breaths and another moment of gratitude. And I also to triple stack, I usually drink some water (laughs) (laughs) because often if I'm needing relaxation and stress, I'm probably dehydrated too. And so it's really that whole little, a mini bundle, like you said, of bringing this mindful attention all through coloring.
0: Yeah. And there's a science, a proven science behind Mm -hmm. how this, works, how this breeds relaxation, how this decreases stress, how this decreases anxiety, because God knows those of us going through divorce. I mean, guys, it doesn't just happen when you're going through divorce. Like there is anxiety when either you hear the phone ring, you see the phone number come up on your phone, or, you know, you have to see them at a shared kid event that's coming up. Like anxiety immediately goes up. And even and we talk about breathing all the time and I'm guilty of not being the best at it, but I try to remember, and I'm great at reminding my kids to do it. However, um, but this is another way where when you are in those moments that you can reduce stress and science backs it up. So Mackenzie, yeah. I'd love for you to share your knowledge in, Def- in that as well.
1: Definitely. And on I just read a study that literally included coloring. It was coloring, doodling, and drawing. And 45 minutes had a significantly positive impact on people's health, where they were able to lower their cortisol levels. And so that means you're actively helping your body decrease that stress and be able to get to a more relaxed state. And what I've found both through my research and personal experience is that the benefits are cumulative and I'm able to learn how to feel calm for longer periods of time. And the the great thing about coloring is you can bring it with you anywhere. So even that moment of you get that spike of stress (laughs) hits you just a few minutes, you know, 45 minutes is fantastic, but even just five, 10 can help. And, you know, you can have those little micro amounts throughout the day or whenever you need it, which I think is really a helpful bit of it as well.
0: Yeah. And, and I'll even tell everybody, like when I was first going through my separation, I was still working in corporate and there, I mean, God knows how many freaking conference calls I was in a day. And I will tell you that there were many times where I like, actually a friend bought me the coloring book and I thought the hell is this? And I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I love to color. And so I, I remember there was one day where I was taking a call. Like I, I work in ad sales. So I went out on a sales call and then I came home because it was easier. And I just worked from home and there was a call that I was on that I wasn't leading, but I remember I saw the coloring book on my desk and I was like, Oh, I should like pull this out. And I noticed how well I paid attention During the call by coloring. So, interestingly enough, what I found that coloring helped me to do was to not only decrease my stress, but it actually really helped me focus in the moment. And it was really hard to focus at a new job, you know, when you kicked your husband out and you're raising two kids and they're coming home any second, Um, you know. So, it was an activity that I started doing. To help me to really listen better, to to focus on on what was going on around me, it wasn't just stress related. So I know you and I have talked about that as well. So can yeah. you talk a little bit more about about? Yeah, that? I
1: I love that you kind of dropped into that discovery because right. I've not only from my own experience but through research and talking to other individuals, you're spot on. It helps you increase your focus. And part of that is that coloring is naturally meditative. So it, without knowing how to meditate or even consciously thinking about it, it will help draw you into the present moment, which is the element of mindfulness, of awareness, paying attention to just the present moment. And that helps increase your focus and your mental clarity, because instead of having our minds going off all these directions they can go and, oh, the notification from the phone and this and that. You're just right here. And you're able to, like you said, listen better. And I've talked with teachers and educators who say it is an incredibly powerful tool for learning because exactly what you said, you're able to absorb what you're hearing and be more attentive which then has all these, you know, these it's other roller coaster of dominoes of benefits.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it helped me so much. And then, even when I was like, you know, training and, and learning how to become a life coach, it was something I started using to really help myself to listen on sort of that unconscious level, it really helped me to tap into what that state of mind felt like. And it is the meditative state. Like I know so many people that are like, God, I, I, I wish I could meditate more. I wish, you know, like they think they have to, or they think it has to look a certain way. And guys listening in here, you just learned a new avenue to meditate through coloring. And it really does take you out of your conscious mind. And it just puts you in another place. Now, would you say that if people are starting to get judgy about their art or they look at the, you know, they look at, you know, she also has these amazing postcards, you guys, that she sent me because she knows how much I love to color (laughs) Um, that you can see if you're watching on YouTube. But um, somebody may get overwhelmed and look at this and go, and I know the Roy G. Biv, you know, you start with one color, but like, you know, you create something like this and I'm like, I want to color something like that, but I'm not that talented, right? We start getting judgy on ourselves. Mm -hmm. So how can people just get out of that frame of mind, right? Like I have to imagine that there's an evolution of what your coloring looks like from when you start to when, you know, you start doing it more frequently as does with any new hobby or, you know, skill that you pick up, right? So how can people get out of their judginess where they're like, I'm such a crappy color and what if it doesn't look beautiful? Like -hmm. how can they get out of their head about that?
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it is 100% a natural thing to start judging our art. And one of the things I, I say in my book here, I have an intro oh, that giraffe. has a, a guide. to my spirit testing. animal. Oh, wonderful. Yes, McKenzie, I have a- that is
0: not an accident. <laughs> ah, oh my not- God, I'm getting oh. goosebumps, you guys.
1: One of the things I say in here is always remember there is no right or wrong way to color. And it truly is about the experience itself. And I think a way to kind of work on that mindset is to- you know, kind of program your thoughts to say, I'm playing with color. So perhaps a way that I like is to use crayons because Mm -hmm. you can't take yourself quite so seriously. And they're really satisfying to just lay down thick color, then start exploring, oh, what colors do I feel like? Like inwardly, which ones am I drawn to? And trying to focus more on that wow, how does it, you know, what sounds do you hear? I mean, if you're making a a crayon versus a pencil, maybe there's sounds, there's texture, even just following your breath and just tracing the lines. You know, one of the things that I like to do for myself is trace the lines in the designs and then just do a soft fill. And that can be really calming and taking away all the choices. And I think really just accepting that this is also a progression. You know, you're practicing your technique and the only way to get better as an artist is to, you know, put in the elbow grease and ideally um, finding the way to be non-judgmental with your coloring is a really great way to practice that for other parts of your life.
0: I love that. Did you guys hear that? (laughs) It's a really good way to practice ending the judgment and other areas of your life. So, so how, like, so if somebody's going, I don't color, like yeah. not my jam, yeah. what would you say to them as they're listening right now? How would you encourage them to just even give it a go?
1: Yeah. You know, I would say, look at the why behind coloring and ask yourself if you're interested in some of the benefits you can get for your mental well-being. Are you interested in perhaps having more offline relaxation time? Are you feeling stressed and you want to feel more relaxed? Do you not know how to feel calm, but you kind of want to be able to tap into that? Or maybe you have mental fog and you just want to be able to have a tool in your pocket for when you need to get really present and clear so if you think of it that way rather than as a i love making art and playing with crayons and all that that might be an avenue as far as these skills and technique i would say pick a pen pencil marker that you enjoy for example maybe you love you know blue ballpoint pens and you always write with them just Put lines and doodles and doodle on the page, maybe even write, fill in. It doesn't have to be about turning that coloring page into something you share anywhere. It's really almost more of a journaling activity, a guided journaling activity in that way. And um, yeah, if you link it with the gratitude and a practice of mindfulness, you can kind of realize that oh, this isn't just about coloring; it's more about teaching and training your brain to be more present and be more mindful in your life.
0: Yeah, and I would love for you to define when you say mindfulness. What what does that mean to yeah. you, so that everybody listening is on the same page?
1: Perfect. Yeah, you know, um, just a little background on my delve into mindfulness. I'm currently yeah. working with my. Uncle, his name's Dr. Roderick Bory, and he is a specialist in mindfulness. And so I'm we're working together to publish a book, and that's where a lot of my expertise comes from. And really, mindfulness is paying attention and it is being fully present in the moment in a non-judgmental, non-striving way. So you're just fully here. I kind of, you know, the, um, the coloring postcards I sent you are themed Island time. And I illustrated those because for one, they were inspired by my travels to Hawaii, but also because my favorite place. Oh yes. And probably why you sent them
0: to me (laughs)
1: is, is Island time to me is kind of the epitome of mindfulness and being present. Cause I know when I'm on Island time, I'm not worried about anything. I'm just in that moment you know toes in the sand the breeze blowing and i think that's when it's really more easy to be mindful it's harder when we're going through a painful situation when there's a lot of stress and we really want to just like not not be present for it but by being mindful it does bring in that non-judgmental that you mentioned and it's almost listening listening to yourself so that you can be present Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. And yeah, the postcards, these ones that I have, the tropical animal and nature's, I mean, there's a waterfall, there's a dolphin, there's bamboo, there's a parrot, there's a palm tree, there's a volcano, there's beautiful flowers, there's turtles, surfboard, and a gecko. And it's, you know, I can't wait to actually start using them. Um, I just got them not too many days ago. And, uh, you know, you guys, I, I think it's really important that you know, cause okay, let me say it this way. Not every method works for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm somebody who is always looking to try something different, looking to even support and help my clients to do something different because, you know, not everybody is into journaling. Not everybody like meditation is their thing. And what I can say is that I've done them all <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yes, each one serves me. In different times and in different ways however the level the the decrease in like even my just I'm going to say it this way like the decrease in my blood pressure the calmness of my breathing when I have a crayon in my hand a colored pencil whatever it is like even when I'm on calls I'll find like I have a notebook like right in front of me to like kind of doodle on because it helps me to just kind of like It's not that I'm not paying attention. It's actually the polar opposite is that it actually helps me to keep paying attention. And I find that my mood in turn shifts, not just in the moment that I'm choosing to color, but it shifts my mindset for the rest of the day. It shifts my mood. And, you know, or if I know that I'm in a mood, pulling out a crayon and one of these is, I know it's instantly gonna bring me back down.
1: Yeah. No, the way you said that is perfect. And it's completely in line with why I color and how I use it in my life is it's really wonderful to know that there is a tangible tool to use to help decrease that stress so that you can get back to your intuitive, creative problem solving self. And, um, you know, imagination is really a key part to being able to, you know, problem solve and all of these things. And so when we get stressed, our brain just isn't able to function as well. And we're not able to, like you said, pay attention. And that is truly the most valuable asset we have is our ability to pay attention. And with the myriad of distractions available. You know, the, the stats on, on how often the average adult looks at their phone is, is skyrocketing. I don't
0: even want to (laughs) know. No, I think
1: I I read a stat today that 71% of Americans look at their phone within 10, five to 10 minutes of waking up. And it's usually the last thing they see at night. And we we you know we check it every ten minutes on average. And the
0: blue light is so bad,
1: guys. What are we doing? Yeah, the, the overexposure it just yeah, activates our it's brain so and so bad. another little habit hack for coloring mm-hmm. is you know in addition to any time feeling stressed or just wanting to cultivate a habit of meditation and relaxation, but also as a kind of that transition time with your technology so that you're able to, hey, in the morning, I want to get my focus straight and my, do something for myself before I log in. You know, you, that time coloring is a wonderful filler. And maybe eventually you're like, oh, I'm doing yoga in the morning. But in, to start a habit, coloring is so accessible that then it can lead to you know, m- more things that you're able to right. do because you've, you've changed your routine of getting into being mindful. Right. Yeah. I
0: love it. Mackenzie, yes. thank you for being my guest. I want to make sure that you also were able to share everything that you wanted to. Is there any other last minute tips or advice or reasons that you want to share with our audience? Um, and you know, how can people find your amazing stuff?
1: Definitely. Well, my first, my last tip is, you know, give it a try and see for yourself how it works. It really is about that personal exploration and finding those, the things in coloring that resonate with you. And perhaps it's quality offline time with your family. Maybe it's a bit of self-care or maybe it's you know a, a, having friends over for creative play but if you would like to check my work out and find my book you can go to journeyofcolors.com slash gift and you'll be able to download a free copy of my ebook that teaches the mindful coloring process and has some printable pages and yeah you'll also be able to Get links to find my postcards and the book and all the work that I do.
0: It's amazing, you guys. And everything is going to be linked in the show notes, Mackenzie. So, everybody, thank you so much for being here. I adore you. you. I love the work that you do. And, you know, for those of you who, Well, by the time this episode airs, I'm realizing my retreat will be over. However, it is a part of the retreat that I'm doing. I'm gonna be doing another one in October of this year. It's gonna be integrated in where we're actually, I'm bringing in these posters, her Mackenzie's posters as an exercise that I'm doing with my clients on our retreat because there is a massive amount of power in coloring. And it's something that after meeting Mackenzie, it it ignited in me a memory of like, oh my God, I totally forgot that this was so helpful to me in the beginning. And I find that it's so important that you guys know anything and everything that I've gotten my hands on that has helped me along my process or that I know has helped other people in their process. And with the information that Mackenzie shared today, there is science behind this, you guys. It's not just for our kids. We get to color still too as adults. Um, So everybody tuning in, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I hope that you've learned something new. I hope that your inner creative persona is inspired to pull out a pen, a crayon, a colored pencil again, and to really start implementing this in your life in some way to help you to bring that stress down, to start that relaxation, to to learn how to breathe normally in times when you feel like life gets out of control. It's a great way to bring yourself back into feeling centered. So, let me know if you are gonna take the challenge. Are you gonna, are you gonna download these? You guys share with me. Let me know, Wendy at WendySterling.net. And I hope that you guys love today's episode. You know, le- you know, I love hearing your feedback. So please feel free to share it with me. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Click on the subscribe button so that you do not miss a single week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in today, sending you so much love, light, and joy as always bye everybody thanks Mackenzie thank you thanks for tuning in to another episode of the divorced woman's guide podcast if you like what you hear please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media this is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook. Join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.